All right, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast. I am here today with a good friend and um, phenomenal human being, Aaron Hoff from the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run. Now, Aaron and I have known each other for a long time. He's been doing a lot of things for the kids of the island of Kauai in particular, but he's looking to expand outside of just Kauai in the future. What I want to talk to him today about is um, his event, the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run how he was raised, his background, maybe get into a little, couple different things about some a few of the stories on how you've helped the kids, if that's okay with you. Fine with me. And um, we're here at the CrossFit Games. It's a beautiful morning. I just got done working out. This guy comes over, brings me some phenomenal coffee, and we're fired up and ready to go. How's that sound? Ready to go. So, uh, Aaron, what do you think about a, how about a 25-minute AMRAP on Aaron Hoff, who he is, where he comes from, and how you've raised... I mean, at this point, maybe close to a million dollars for kids. Yeah, probably pretty close. Close to a million dollars for kids yeah. and uh, with a specific goal. So we'll talk about it. All right, guys. Um, Aaron's a super interesting guy. Please uh, enjoy this episode. It's brought to you by the NC Fit Collective, and I hope you guys enjoy in three, two, one, and let's go. So Aaron, tell me. I'm passionate about helping kids, obviously, with um, pediatric cancer because of my background and my daughter. But you're, you're passionate about helping kids in a different way. And so perhaps you could tell me or, or tell the audience, why did you get the passion to start the Ultimate Line Trail? How did the idea originally start? And what's the background that kind of stemmed you to, to start doing so many great things for kids? And what are you even doing for kids, I should even stay for those people I don't know? Well, my background is I was born and raised on the island of Kauai, yep. a small island out in the Pacific and furthest west of the United States and it's um and it's it's a awesome place to live but it's also a very deadly dangerous place to be raised as a kid because it's just a small island there's one road and it's basically a lot of people there's a lot of drugs and alcohol over there and just being raised over there that that stuff it's inundated with so much of that stuff on a daily basis on a daily basis it's everywhere even today and today it's worse because you because you know this is 20, 30 years ago, you're yeah. talking. And so today, it's even worse. Today, it's worse. Back then, when I started, it was more like marijuana and, 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 and alcohol and cocaine. And then probably, and, and the, I started when I was like nine years old. Oh, man. You know, just seeing the, and actually, when I was a kid, you know, when I really think, when I really dig back and look at it, I, I was a bartender from like four years old. <laughs> my uncles would tell me, go to the cooler, go grab me a beer. So that's, that's where it starts. You know, my uncles are drinking at the beach and I, I'm doing laps to the cooler for them. So that just trained my thought like, oh, this is the way to do it. This is, I can't wait to be like uncle. Right. And they're just a bunch of bums at the beach and the pavilion. They're just, we call them pavilionaires. That's all they do is they live at the beach. And I looked up to all these guys and, and that's the start. And majority of the kids, that's where we live is at the beach. So that's like. So for the kids on the island right now, that's a pretty, that's a pretty tough situation. So in particular, you. Your passion is helping kids yeah. avoid drugs and alcohol. Just, just giving them an environment and, that's never been there. And and so for you, I mean, perhaps, how, where did your path go? And then what led you to getting clean? What led you to kind of? Well, I just started. I just started off easy, and then but by the time I was like probably like sixteen, seventeen, I just took off. I just started. You know, I was already doing cocaine and stuff like that a little bit here and there. Yeah. And I pretty much would do whatever drugs just because it was like. I grew up, I was a fat kid growing up and I just was never comfortable in my skin and I just never was this like, you know, just comfortable in my skin. And a lot of people can relate to that. They're just like not happy with who they are. Yeah. 
and they use different things dude, to maybe... and then you, as soon as you put drugs in there dude you feel great and you're like oh man i want to feel that and you start chasing that that feeling with chemicals and you can start to balance that you know what i mean that's just just to change yourself for a little bit to feel good for you'll chase that you know that's because that's what people want to do is they want to feel good and then i just i just took it to the next level i got into math and all that stuff, and then by the time I was... Because you were chasing on a daily basis. I know you oh, and I... every day. I mean, you and I have talked about this a number of times. Dude, I would, like, you were saying I would like, rob you yep. <laughs> and help you look for your stuff and, you know, and just like, it's just ruthless. And, and I, the best way I can describe drug addiction is like, to somebody who doesn't know is, is like, what does it feel like to breathe? How badly do you want to breathe? You hold your breath and how bad do you want that next hit of oxygen right it's the same and, exact thing and that's the feeling that you and that's the feeling you you're gonna do whatever time. you can to get that so you started you know robbing stealing things of that nature and obviously it took you down a really dark path and yeah. then and then what was the what was the one day i mean what, well, what one, was it one, one day or one, was it multiple no, days it was, i mean i know your wife was, played a big role yeah right? it was the one it was the basically boiled down to the, the the bottom where i had you know i had guys looking to kill me I had like I owed everybody money. I had cops looking for us. I was selling stuff to cops, and <laughs> you were selling then, stolen then, stuff. Yeah, to and cops, then they right? were coming back to my house trying to get their money, and I had my all my friends. Like it was just like a train. You know, I just was like I couldn't like keep it off anymore. And then, yeah, and they're so dark. I was so dark in this pit. I was like, dude, there's no way I can get out. How right. how is there a solution? Right. For me to stop you, I can't stop using. I can't see life using drugs i can't see life without not, using, not drugs. using drugs right so i'm like dude, and, and i'm buried in debt and all that and i can barely you know i can't just i was just it's the darkest point you could probably live being as a human being and then i just somehow you know i just sped it you know sped, speeding it up i ended up in a treatment center on christmas eve and i was in the fetal position in a drug treatment center and and, and at about two in the morning in a, with a bunch of beds, there's probably like 30 people in one room. And then I was just like, oh, God, if you're real, you need to come now because I'm going to come see you. Yeah. And then this, and then all of a sudden this peace came over me. And basically, like, I went from feeling the worst you could feel to probably the most cleanest experience, like the, the most free I've ever felt in a second. And then this voice just told me, you're going to be okay. Wow. It was heavy. And then and then from yeah. then on and I woke up the next day I was just happy from I was in there crying just like oh my life uh, and these guys were just like you know and then the next day I wake up and dude I'm just freaking on fire. And you were ready ha to go. They're giving me drug tests because they thought I might have been on on something because I was so freaking happy to see what, you know the the counselors and stuff they're like why the hell is this guy so damn happy? And that's what you needed. That's yeah, what it was. Dude, and it's sh something shifted and then my life just and here I am today. And, and and after you you shifted, you know, for, you know, you and I obviously have known each other a long time, and I'm very intrigued by this. And, you know, your background and your passion, and and I think that's one of the reasons why the trail run is so successful is because the person who's leading the charge. I mean, you have a great team, phenomenal yeah. team, but the passion behind it is real. And yeah, it's real. It's the same thing with a lot of the stuff that we do on the pediatric cancer side. Is that when you see this side, when you feel this passion, you can't help but try and make a difference. And so after you got clean. Obviously, you spent the next years and years and years. Yeah, so I started. Making, to, right, yeah, I right. went to AA. I went, you know, I started doing the twelve steps, and I just cleaned my life, made amends to everybody. I went, you know, I made amends, went to jail, cleaned. You've been to jail, like I think, like what couple, twelve times now. Because <laughs> don't you keep going to jail for like a day or two? Yeah, like, a couple times I've been to jail, and it was like a high school reunion. You know, all my friends are there, and it's like <laughs> back in Kauai, so it's like you know, and it's um, 
but then yeah, it's just I just cleaned up my past, made amends, and I still till today there's stuff I don't know that I did. I find out and I still right. make amends. And know? when things come up, you make amends. Yeah, if, that's... whether it's financial or direct apologies or whatever, I just I, I do it. It's just a part of. That's great. Yeah. So so you 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 came clean. Boom! You changed your life, obviously, and and then. You know, yeah, I and then started you working with families uh, so for twenty. For, been sober twenty years, and I just been working with families. And so now, you know, if you ask anybody and, on the island of Kauai, you know, who's Aaron Hoff? What's going on? I mean, they know. Most people know who you are. Yeah. Because you've impacted so many lives. Because you know, if you didn't impact their lives directly, you might have impacted their uncles, 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 yeah. like whatever. And so you found CrossFit, and I, you know, you fell in love with it. You obviously you started CrossFit Poipu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so, so tell me, how did the trail run get started and, and what was the vision for it? Because what, what was, what was the reason behind it? Cause I know the current state is you give kids free CrossFit. I mean, that's yeah. pretty, that's, that's the, that's, it, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. And it's your way of getting the kids off the street, off the beaches, into the environment, into the environment where they're working hard. And I'm sure you've seen a ton of success, which I want to talk about, but yeah. where was the idea start, started from? Oh. Well, it started from just from watching my so Kauai is a small island, and it's like basically I know everybody, and it's like watching. I've been watching my family, island families, just die. Yeah, just being taken out with this, and I've been watching the Hawaiian culture slowly become extinct because the the epidemic is just so rampant. It's just killing our communities, you know. And people with from the mainland come in, nothing against, but people with from the mainland come in, and they're just taking over the island, and, and it's choking out these little. Hawaiian communities, yeah, and 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 the drugs are a big part because they just can't. They they it's it's just so saturated right now that it's 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 just you know just baffling. And but what what we, so what got started is when I got the with CrossFit, um, my buddy told me to come over to Wahoo Kai Garcia, and I hooked up with him. I started CrossFit, and then I came back to. Kauaian, I, I, I've been working with guys for years, you know, and I know the success rate of how people get sober and how they stay sober. And then when I started taking, I had this van, we'd pick, it was a Toyota Previa, it was a little beater, <laughs> and I would pile all the boys in it and I would take them every day, like 5.30 in the morning to Kauai CrossFit and and it would be, you know, I just started talking with these guys and I watched these guys starting to stay sober. Yeah. Going to meet and just doing this. I was like, wow, this is freaking actually working. You know, I'm I actually seeing like, wow, this could be something. And then I brought one of the kids and then his whole life changed. And I was like, dude, I got it. So then I started CrossFit Poipu. I was just like, out of the, I just went, I'm like, dude, I'm doing this in Poipu. My auntie had an old Get the warehouse. Supermarket. And, yeah, the supermarket yeah, yeah, warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Put it together. And then from there, we just went and, um, and everybody told me I was out of my mind. Do, when from the beginning when I started doing this, they're like, "Dude, you're out of your mind. What are you doing? This gym's perfect. Just hang out here with everybody. I can't believe you know what I mean." And I was just like, "Dude, that's, that's where I'm being told to go." And so when you opened up your gym, you know, because this is the business of fitness podcast. I am curious because your original gym, and obviously I know it well, was in the back of the supermarket, which I loved because after I got done working, yeah. I can go get a warrior, you know, a little <laughs> yeah. juice bar and a acai bowl or whatever. And so tell me, I also know there was some, some jujitsu there, which was cool, but Jiu-Jitsu was upstairs, if I'm not mistaken. Downstairs was, you know, it was pretty small. Yeah, it was but tight. But from the beginning, I know you had a you had a partner. Um, Jamie. Jamie. And what was the business model from the beginning? Was it to charge people? Was it to give everybody for no, free? Dude, I, How did it work? I just basically wanted to do it. I was like, wow, I could do it. I put this place together and I could have a place. It's 
be a thousand bucks a month. It'd be a sick gym where I can just come and work out at and bring all my friends. And right. To just, I had no idea where I was going. I just was like, I'm going to do this for that money was no, it wasn't even money's a, never been like a driving factor. It's always been behind the purpose. Right. You know, it's, it's like the last thing, you know, the last thing I think about is money because it'll, it'll derail the passion and it's, so and now you didn't charge, did you charge people to use no, the No, first gym? month was free, had everybody come in, and then I had, you know, kids coming in, and of course, and and it was just, it just, just morphed from there, and, and then we started charging a little bit. The adults, yep, yeah, like regular, and it, yeah, and, and you had drop-ins. And then we had some drop-ins drop and stuff like that, but it was more, it was more so like, you know, it's just the environment, and I, I got fired, I'm basically, they fired me from the... The charging people part, yeah, because I gave everything away for free. Yeah, you, you, so, you, you gave so, what I call bro deals. Yeah, I was yeah. The, every, oh, and it's like, oh, dude, I know the, you're and, the uncle, the dude, uncle, the uncle. You're, 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 I know you're everybody there, yeah. so it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, just come, just come. Yeah. So as a, as a business point of making money, it, I was horrible. Right, and so you would charge for drop-ins, charge other people, but so then, boom, then you you opened a, a space in the church, right? Um, yeah. Excuse me, community center. Okay, I should the community. So that how that happened there is I was. I, I was at Poipu and then the pastor came over and talked to me because he knew what I was doing with the kids, right? I just, from the day one, I was like, kids are for free. Right. And then it was, I was just always this. And you started after always. school program. You've done all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Right? We slowly started an after school program and we were getting kids in there and it was, they were coming in and I hooked up with the youth pastor, Tony yep. Liren. And I was just like, dude, just bring your kids. And then, so we started bringing the kids in there and then, the, you know what I mean? It was just a secondary environment for them to come in that was full of CrossFit has positive people in it yeah so then it's like just surrounding just with surrounding them with this and, environment and, and you know that's what i've seen so obviously i've been in the trailer multiple times i've spent a lot of time with you your gyms and that's the biggest thing is the positivity you're just surrounding these kids with so like the my favorite memory out of any time was the dodgeball tournament we did upstairs uh-huh. at the one trailer <laughs> and my buddy was there he had a broken finger at the time and he played and he threw the ball so hard that his like cast on his finger. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and we were upstairs just throwing the balls and, but the vibes are right. And yeah. what I also thought was really, really special is that you're able to bring faith. You're able to bring, um, you're able to bring faith in a way that, um, I didn't feel like you were pushing it on the kids. Yeah. You're just trying to show them the light in a different way. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool the way you guys brought you know, for lack of a better term, religion, God's presence into the kids without like forcing it. Um, because yeah. for me, you know, growing up, it was a little bit different, right? And mm-hmm. I, I think you guys do a really good job of that, um, of just trying to show them a positive light versus like forcing religion, I think yeah. is a, a unique thing that you guys do a really good job of. Yeah. And it's a, I just take it the way, it's the way it was handed to me. Right. I was like, I just, I just grew into my relation and understanding it's, it's a personal relationship and I'll never put my, my belief in my is, is mine right. that I've developed over the past 20 years. And it's, um, I'll never tell anybody that you got to do this or that you got to choose this or that because yeah. this, this is not how it's done. It's, it's for me, it's, it's, it's attraction, not promotion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, and everybody has the same thing attraction, inside of them. Not promotion, yeah, like everybody that. has that same spirit inside of all yeah. that. And, People, you know what I mean? The, the reason we go, you can like get addicted to drugs, pills, alcohol, you can get CrossFit, all this because you're avoiding looking at yourself and tr- getting in touch with that, that spirit inside of you. But when you start, like if I'm, I just pour that out. Right. 
And when people come around that's familiar to them and they love it and they want to be around and they want to come around and they want to hang out and they want to be in the environment. Right. It's because they're feeling something that's so familiar to them that's actually inside inside them. I love that. That they can't, they, they're trying to find outside, but but they just need to be able to recognize that it's inside inside them and it's, and it's rad and it's like you watch it you let the you just do you and you just love people and you just bring you know and you help people and people will feel that unless they're really dark dark no. people and i, I mean i've yeah. seen i mean I, I mean you've told me time and time again how many people you've impacted you said you personally take calls pretty often with, with kids All really on a, in a in a dark dark like, place yeah, and for those of you who are debating about going to the ultimate hawaiian trail run it's in September in Kauai, um, September 15th. And, you know, this year we're bringing our team. So this is how, this is how valuable I think the Truron is. You know, I, I've made a lifetime commitment to um, fundraising for pediatric cancer. But one of the events that's outside that scope that we support is is the Ultimate Line Truron, particularly because Aaron, um, Rory, your entire team is phenomenal. But this year what we did with our staff is we gave them a, any full-time employee, we gave a, a kind of like a stipend uh-huh. to come to your event. Which is right? awesome. And so we're having quite a few of them. We're renting a boat uh, while we're out there for like a team gathering, whatever, But which you helped out with. Thank you. Um, but for me, I just feel like it was important to, to offer that to our staff, right? And yeah. to promote it to our staff. And so if you haven't thought about coming, you should really think about it. We need to release this podcast soon so that this way people know to come because the feelings, the vibes, the things you do are yeah. incredible. Not to mention, the trail run itself is is, is just. I mean, you've been on the trail. So For before we get to the trail, <laughs> why the trail run? Why the trail run to raise money? Why not just keep doing the gyms? Why the trail well, the, run? The trail. So basically, I, I I know everybody on the and I know a lot of really the, the people that own the land and stuff yeah. like that. And and how this all started, you know, was one night I was just like, uh, my my friend. I was talking to him, he was, and he runs the motorcycle club, and they have all the trails, and I was just t- talking to him, and, and he was struggling, too, and he's been sober ever since the trail run. He's cleaned his li- life up. I told him the only way we'll do this is if you clean your life up, and, and he, yeah. dude, he's still, it's amazing. So it transformed him, and it's like, and then we were like, I talked to, one night I was having dinner, I talked to, eating with dinner with Greg, Greg Glassman, and we were hanging out, and this, um, and I was just like, "Fuck, Greg! I got an, I've been doing all this stuff for the kids, and I'm just trying to figure out a way to raise money to be able to like." And I had an idea, and it was to do a run, you know. And the, but I'm kind of scared. I don't know. And he was just like, and he just basically said, "Don't be a, yeah, bleep, yeah, 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 and just do it, and we'll support you." And I was just like, "Okay, whatever." So then I made a flyer, and then I had this flyer. I had it all printed up for like two weeks. And I was like, dude, once I post this thing, I mean, I was just like, nah, <laughs> I was back, nah, nah, nah. And then I went there and I just posted it, boom, on the. And what made you decide? So, I mean, a lot of people out there, especially in business, you know, it's like when your back's up against the wall like that, you know, you have a good idea, but sometimes you're afraid to go out on a limb, right? Yeah. So, so what made you kind of overcome that? Because a lot of people, they, they have an I idea. I just follow my heart. Yeah. It's the bottom line. It's just like, it's, if you don't You take, knew you had to do it. Yeah. And I just like, and I've, I'm a great risk taker you know i i not only risk i not only risk my life i'll risk other people's life if people know me yeah they'll be like i'm not just like hey let's just do this it's a good idea let's go yeah and it's and and i've had enough experiences over the years through all the risks that i have taken to make better decisions to, well no it just gives me confidence right. that that 
my decisions are ta- are always they're not bad decisions. Um, they're they're decisions that are necessary for me to take to get to that next. Yep. Calculated, you know, calculated risk. Calculated, decisions. yeah, and it's yeah. and it's. It's, you know, but I follow my heart. Like, but end of the day, I have people who I talk to, but at the end of the day, I follow my heart. Where, yeah. And I go wherever and, it's and taking that, me. Posting that thing for the trail run is probably one of the best things that's ever happened that's to you. Not. I mean, you know, so then it's grown, it's grown, it's grown. Now you have so thing ever. Well, last year you had about, what, a thousand people? A thousand people. A thousand people. My dad, um, for, for the record, my dad set the record for the <laughs> longest 10K ever. My dad. And the most photos took in. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, my dad was up on the trail and his phone died because he took so many damn photos. And I'm trying to call him and I'm like, Eric, bro, I think my dad's lost. And just when they're like rallying the troops to get everybody ready to go search my dad, he wandles out. He's like, oh, hey, yeah. you know, four so hours funny. later. Dude, and I hate that when people come up to me, dude, I think they're lost. Because two, two or three yeah, years ago, we lost two three people. people. Yeah. But that was. But we found them. But and, then. And, so that's always in the back of your mind yeah. until the last person comes but in. But what, what people can expect from this event as an outsider, I mean, I feel like, you know, obviously we're really close, but, you know, you, you show up, um, you, you have a check-in now at the hotel, which is a lot more organized. You yeah. show up to the day of the event, and it's, I don't want to call it a mud run because it's not a mud run. It's it's a it's a you become a part of a family. Yeah, you basically. Be, it's Ohana. You just become it's Ohana. a part. You're in the middle of these mountains, in the middle of nowhere, at the at the at the highest point of your 10k or even at 5k yeah. you have the most beautiful views you could think of and it's green and it's gorgeous yeah. and you're in this red mud and you and you finish and you're dirty but you feel clean you feel yeah. invigorated and it's a phenomenal experience and then the, the the worst part of the event though for those of you who end up doing it is i here i am you know relatively in shape dude i got my fancy shoes on whatever and then you see like these 10 year old kids barefoot just crushing you just on the trail running. Dude, I don't know how they do it, man. They're just those conditioned feet. Dude, those conditioned feet. <laughs> they like, don't have shoes. They can't afford shoes. Dude, and so, <laughs> so I have no choice. <laughs> well, we gotta get them some and shoes. And they want to play. But no, we've gotten them shoes before, and they don't. They don't they, want them. They, they because they're so used to it. Yeah, and, they're just and, like savage. And kids. so now your event raises a ton of money, raises a lot of awareness. You now fully support. Um, yeah, we have two, now yeah, we have two gyms now. The other one's about an hour away, about yeah, 45 about minutes. an hour and away. And I know Juan does a lot of stuff over there, drives yeah. over there in the morning, crushing it. And, and how's that's that? That's a lot of work in a small team. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, we're, I don't know how we do it, but it's like, again, it's the passion that, Keeps that you pushes drawing. you beyond so, your tiredness. You know? So what's the vision for the future? I mean, now you have two sites, um, both on Kauai. Well, we're we're getting data and all this stuff right now on on this, like what what the what's actually impacting the community, and it's um we're probably I think we're about close to either four or five hundred kids in the program now, and yeah. it's in all now when we go back, it's all year round. It's five days a week. They have this environment. They can come in. Hundred percent free. Hundred percent free. We feed them, pick them up, take them home. Dude. And not only that, it's not only that program, but we're doing other. We're taking on the weekends. We're taking them to the beach. We're doing. You know yep. what I mean? We're just. You're all these in. Kids all in. That's bottom line, and it's we're all I, into. I'm super proud to be a part of it. You know, I know that when I reached out to you about becoming a part, you know, sharing with you the NC Fit Collective, the session plans, yeah. programming. That was just my way of like trying Dude, to give you guys. Like, been gold yeah i mean in our in our program with our co- it's just like such a the platform is like unreal. Hey, look, 
you got this app so your coaches can go on there and do their thing. But for me, it was like, hey, how, what could I provide to the coaches to help make their job a little bit easier? Because, you know, they need to focus on the kids. They need to focus on picking them up, dropping them off, feeding them, sh- you know, sharing perspective. Yeah. But they shouldn't have to worry about, you know, what is the warm-up today going to be? Yeah. You know, let, let somebody else worry about that. But I think what you guys are doing is is, is exceptional. And um, so what's the goal for this year's trail run? How many people do you want? Um we, I'm thinking we might do close to 2,000 people. No, it's looking pretty. The, the, the amount of the amount of like stuff that attention that we've we've gotten, and it's it's pretty. And we have our registration set up, and the numbers are way higher than. And where can all, people register for this? They event? just go to the Ultimate Hawaiian Trail Run dot com, and it's cool because it's a you can actually it's not like you just sign up. You can just sign up for the run, right? Or you can become a fundraiser. Where you sign up and then you create a team and you can do some fun stuff with it to help raise money. Or you can, even if you don't want to run, you can become a fundraiser and go around and you can win all kinds of cool stuff. There's jump ropes, Traeger grills, and there's all kinds of rewards that you can get for donating, for raising. Don- donating or raising money. And it's, um, and it's pretty, um, it's, it's a pretty cool way that Rory's been working so hard on it and I, this, she's an exceptional human being that's just like well on that note about rory you know with the last couple of minutes here i do want to ask you what have you learned from the business side of so you know look there's a lot of gym owners out there you are a gym owner but your gym's really different it's more of a fundraising philanthropic it's kind of a different focus yeah with the trail run at the end of the day it is kind of a business like you and i were talking about where you know you're trying to raise money and and money is what providing for these kids so what have you learned over the last you know five six years about the business of running an event. I'm just curious. The business of running an event from, I mean, what comes to my mind basically is like what I've been a big fan of, like, I mean, just from seeing, I, I, a lot of gyms really don't focus on kids. And it's when you, when you incorporate the kids in your community into your gym, at first it seems like, Oh, the memory, you know what I mean? It was like that for me, that transition over like, dude, the kids are, are the most important thing. The what happens is what I've learned is when I did that and I brought the kids in, it was a little uncomfortable in the beginning. And then I sat and then I told my members, I'm all, hey, you guys have to understand this. I'm all you guys, these kids have no mentors. You guys are now the mentors. So you guys have to so that gave them a sense of ownership. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm actually have something to give back. You know what I mean? And it's and just going over to the kids, you know what I mean? And then you start that and it's a slow transition, but once you do that, you create this environment. Already CrossFit's a family environment that, that in the gym. You start yeah, to bond. Yeah, yeah. But what you do is you create this family environment that is so lost in the world. It's, it's like families are broken in this world. They're going to get so damaged. But you start to create this this pod of like like a family. Positivity family. Yeah. And it, that's outside and it their pours family. into these kids that if they don't have that, they're going to basically go out and, the, you know, the world is throwing stuff at these kids every day through the media, through all the, I mean, and it's just like drugs, alcohol, women, boom, 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 all that. And that's what's being thrown at them. But when they have that feeling of a family and that feeling where they're, in, you know what I mean? That, that attention and that, the, I mean, cause you know how it is growing up with kids, yeah. kids are ruthless with each other. They yeah. just, they're just ruthless. And I think, you know, I think learning from what you're saying, like in, in our particular area in the Silicon Valley, yeah. it might not be as easy to create the Ohana. Dude, that it's the hard. Created. Yeah, it's hard. In, in, but, but you know, what else can we do to but deeper and drive engagement? Could we do more community events that brings more people together? Those are the things that you're talking yeah. about that are really trying to give 
specifically kids, this cornerstone, you know, nothing makes me more happy than when, you know, families come in and they're showing their children hard work. Mm-hmm. They're showing their children there. It, it's a very cool thing to see. And, um, that's, it's, it's a really a blessing what you've been able yeah. to do, how you've been able to transform your life and how you've been able to create ultimately a successful business out of it. You've raised, you know, close to a million dollars now through the ultimate land trail run. I, I know you'll raise even more this year. You've been able to fund two sites. You're helping what 500 kids on a regular basis. And for anybody listening, and a third site, we just got a, <clears throat> a whole nother site that just kind of popped up. No. Then, yeah. My man. And this is like unreal. This place is like. Like it's um, in probably the last Hawaiian community. This is like pure all the Hawaiians and my good friends running it. That I got him over there. It's a that's a whole nother story. I love crackheads took over a church house. We wanted to kick them all out. Fully just overrun the place, cleaned it up, outfitted with equipment, and then without even permission. Right. And now you're just doing it. <laughs> and now we're doing it. And now the office of Hawaiian Affairs like what they're doing. We're doing. They're supporting us. And they'll be the first. CrossFit gym in a in a Hawaiian, it's like an Indian reservation basically. Really? Yeah, and it's pretty. There's a whole. That's a whole another story. That's just like you get goosebumps the whole when you start talking about See, it. Well, well, I gotta ask you. I mean, look, forget the timeline. <laughs> Let's go a couple of minutes. So you have two locations successfully. You have 500 kids. Tell me about this new location. I didn't even know about it. Well, yeah, it's it. Well, it just turned up. My buddy was on put on Instagram, he cleaned, he, they chased all these guys out, like fought them out of there, chased them out, throwing coconuts at them, just like, <laughs> just <laughs> like, wait, throwing coconuts? Yeah, and this is in his hometown in Anahola, and it's yeah. like, like, it's, it's not, and then, it's in Kauai. On Kauai, and then he, crackheads were in this, what, yeah, there his videos of baggies, all kinds of stuff, and then he, um, put a thing on Instagram, hey, does anybody got any old jiu-jitsu mats? I want to start something with kids. And then underneath it was they tagged Kiala Foundation, Kiala Foundation, Kiala. And that's my foundation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he wouldn't put two two together. So I called him, well, hey, Bronson, what is, what's this? What are you? Uh, what's and this cousin? So, hey, brother. What, 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 like, oh, yeah. He's, he's, I said, kick him out. I said, kick. <laughs> I was fighting him, chasing him out, throwing coconuts. And <laughs> and then, it, so I'm like, dude, well, what, are you serious? I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll do whatever I can. I'll, I'll pay for the whatever you need. I'll make it happen unless you're, and he's been sober five years. Yeah. And I've known, I grew up with him. So I, 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 I wouldn't do it with anybody else but him. Yeah. Because I know he's, his passion is like. This was your jujitsu studio too, right? And so this is a new jujitsu spot and CrossFit? Um, or just CrossFit? It's, it's both. It's both. Yeah, they have both. So then, yeah. And then, um, and Greg's been a great supporter. He's helped me with everyone the, these two gyms to be able to put in and then he called so we got we got all the equipment and stuff like that but after i talked to him like, hey he calls me up and after i told him i'll help you with whatever he calls me up and he's all off oh, you're not gonna even believe what happened i'm like what so they have this owl it's a white it's a pueo it's a, and, a, and it's an amakua that stands for a guardian yeah and um protector so right after I talked to him, this white owl flies into the, and they only come out at night, but and this is broad daylight. It comes out, lands right on the windowsill of the thing. And he's like, oh, if you're not going to be the white owl, it'd land on the windowsill. And I'm over here, I stay videoing him. I'm like, no way. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you're not going to believe what happened next, Hoff. I'm like, what? what? He's like, I start petting a wild owl. <laughs> I start petting a wild owl. I'm like, no way. That's awesome. He's like, probably you're not going to believe what happened next. I'm like, what? He's like, the thing jump on my arm. So I stay walking around the church, petting this owl, <laughs> you know. And it was an old church. The, the, the gym was an old church that yeah. his family 
was gone through for years. His family's buried on that property. Lineages of his family are just all buried on that property. Yeah. And it's and it's right on the beach. And so uh, now this dude, is gonna be a new spot for yeah, you. Yeah, it's already it's it's locked. We, already up we and running. We just got the affiliate for it, and, and just yesterday, Kathy dude. helped me put that all together to be able to. And dude, it, and it's and it's but we're moving slowly with it because we have a lot right now. Yeah. And and it's just a real you know. Yeah, you need the staff. Yeah, so, but so we have the spot. At least there's something there now with one person that's overseeing it. That's better than nothing right and there's people like putting on the post like dude we we walked around this place for the past 10 years in their community on Kauai, they had to go all the way around this place to go to the beach you know and and now that they, they can't believe it they they couldn't remember the last time they walked straight to their property to the beach you know and all the uncles are coming out with their lawnmowers and their weed whackers and the community's coming back to, to clean it up to clean up they're all taking they're all pouring back into it and i just get to sit back and watch it you know what i mean i was just like and it just takes a little bit of like just something to kind of start yeah, you just gotta like yeah if you see people you know see people like invest in them you know what i mean because it's like i was that person what years ago you know and somebody was a little bit more well off than me said yeah i will help you you know what i mean and it's like and then that's what you could do so everybody has the power to like Make an impact. Yeah, making it, and it's all. I mean, business. What all that stuff. At the end of the day, I look at as I live and breathe. What can I do today to impact a person's life to make them, you know, better people? And and then and then and you know, money's always, it's great, but you can't. That can't be the focus. No, no, no. And a bit, it's and a bit people and that because it then becomes all about money. You know, which money is there's a place for it, right? But you have to have that. Yeah, do and that's like right. gym owners. They have they understand that the passion of like just because they want to help people. Yeah, and they then every, change, yeah, it has to start there, and then yeah. everything else the, has a tendency to fall. That's the basic human instinct that that's just drowned it out is that one person helping another. That's when we feel a human being feels their best is when they actually help another person, and it's heavy. It's yeah. heavy, but dude, I gotta tell you, man. We're 32 minutes in. I could talk to you for yeah, hours, we could go as on you on. know. Guys, I need to get Aaron back on, but I want to get this episode out so you guys find out about the trail run. Aaron is a phenomenal human being. His team is great. His charity is great. And I love what you're doing. And I, the owl stories. Uh, my favorite it, thing about calling. That's a snip of it. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll call Aaron. I'll be like, hey, Brada, what's up? I mean, I'm, I'm getting some grinds and what's the kind? And I try and use my best uh, pigeon. Yeah. pigeon but it's it's just, horrible. It's, it's terrible. But so. it's great. It's Kalipo's pigeon. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Well, hey, have a great day. Check out us on iTunes and all the different SoundCloud. Leave us a review and uh, make sure to go check out Ultimate Hawaiian Trillin, uh mainly on yeah. Instagram and uh, a and new and, website, and or you website. can go to CrossFit Poipu to every our sites lead everything to there. So, all right, guys, have Aloha. a great day. Yeah.